We're back here on the Prentice Alsa Heating and Air Coaches Corner, and I have the honor of talking to Floyd Walker this morning. The head coach of the uh, Eagleville Eagles had to um, make that tough road trip to Decatur Riverside, didn't you? Yeah, we made it uh, made it down to Riverside again for the what I think we, I think you and I talked earlier uh, for the third time in the last four years, and you know it's been a familiar trip for us, but uh, uh, it just didn't go our way last night. You know the first round or or any round going on the road it's it's tough in the playoffs on the road isn't it it's, it's especially you know at one or two a you, you look at a bunch of people who have to travel in in those two divisions i mean it's it's a lot of miles that you're asking your kids to hop on the bus and and travel and deal with and overcome but uh i mean for us we've been there before to riverside it wasn't like uh we we're going to some strange place so uh, you know the outcome. Uh, the outcome of the ball game had nothing to do with the trip, uh, but uh, you wish there was a way that you know kids wouldn't have to be on a bus and and travel for two hours, two hours and a half, uh, just to play a football game. And it's particularly hard for your fan base, especially you know if you got students who want to follow you and and watch their classmates play. Yeah, you, you see that, um, I, I guess, maybe in, in 1 and 2A more more than some of the other leagues, although uh, some of the, um, the the bigger districts, if, if they're spread out, like in East Tennessee, my goodness, right. they, you know, they, they've got some long travel. So we're going to talk a little bit about reclassification and stuff later on and, and, and how that weighs in, and, there, and there's no perfect way. Uh, right. In any of that, for sure, and uh, <laughs> we're we're not smart enough to figure it out anyway, are we? <laughs> I know I'm not. So, <laughs> uh, last night's uh, loss, coach, did end um, a three game win streak for you, and and uh, thought your guys really responded well just to have a spot in the playoffs because that that wasn't a guarantee. No, it wasn't a guarantee, and I, I, I our kids, like every other football team across the state, had to overcome a lot this year. Uh, in this pandemic season, I mean, from from basically not doing anything from from March until June to to starting up summer workouts to not knowing whether or not you were going to play all the way up until August. I mean, it was the great unknown. I mean, the kids had to deal with the great unknown, and I thought our kids did a good job of of coming in every day, not worrying about what what was going on as far as what you were going to be able to do, not be able to do, and, and just trying to come to work every day. And, and it took us some while, uh, took us a little time to get our bearings going. And, and we, like you said, we ended up winning, you know, three in a row. And unfortunately we fell short last night. Um, you, you go to uh, Riverside. We'll talk a little bit about the, that, that game uh, as well. And, you know that they're kind of one of those teams that want to uh, ball control and score at the end, kind of, aren't they? Well, no, not really. I tell you what, they are. They are a wide open, wide open offense, and they want they want to try to score points. And Coach Frost has got those kids really in having a good time playing football, and uh, they've they've done a good job down there making football important at Riverside. Uh, they've got a bunch of kids uh, participating in football, and uh, and he's he's done a really really nice job of getting that program developed. Is is part of the challenge in um, in single A double A uh, football? I know your numbers aren't as as great as as other you know like the six A teams that have you know a hundred kids on their roster. So is is building interest, keeping kids uh, 
in, involved in the program and getting kids out? Is that is that one of the bigger challenges? Yeah, oh yeah, I think uh, I think everybody in the one A two A struggles with keeping kids out because I mean you, you talk about you have a pool of kids in your school that are are your athletes and and they're they're involved in so many other you know other sports that I mean it's it's hard on them. it's hard on a young man to participate in in three sports in this day and time because they never really get a break and it's unfortunate that that young men have to go through that I mean. Uh, if you take a, you take our kids for instance. You, we uh, we just finished up. They got this weekend off. They gonna roll right into basketball. Uh, Wyatt McElmore is gonna roll right into wrestling. Um, and then once basketball is over over with and and wrestling's over with, some I'm gonna roll right into baseball. And when that's over with, you're going back into either spring football or summer workouts. So it's a it's it, it's a continuous deal for these young men and. And for them to keep on uh, being interested and participating in it, it says a lot about that. Yeah, I, I mean, gosh, you you could do any of those year round, and yeah, oh yeah, you know, but but not not at our smaller community schools. And I, number one, I think that's what makes it really special. You know, two or three uh, athlete uh, uh, athletes playing two or three sports is is pretty special. Oh, it is, and I think that I think a kid should be able to play as many sports as they. As they possibly can or possibly choose to, and I know a lot of people talk about you know kids specializing in a particular sport, but uh, it's the memories that those kids are going to make for the rest of their life. And I've always tried to tell kids play as many as you possibly can because what what I don't want you to do is you know when you're sitting around and you're thirty or thirty or forty years old, I don't want you to be thinking about man, I wish I'd done this. You can actually say I did it, I tried it. Uh, I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it, but at least you'll know if, if you participated in. Well, when when kids compete, you know, and whatever sport you play, you want to compete, and you know, to um, for instance, to um, decide not to play basketball the last two years would have been a, a disappointment uh, at Eagleville the, the the seasons that you've had there, and so you know, it's uh, it, but that 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 does make it pretty special. And but rolling right on into another sport, I mean that that that's pretty grueling on a kid too, isn't it? Oh, it is, it is, and uh, uh, and that's why I said I, what you hope is that by doing these things here at Eagleville and playing multiple sports when they get out into the real world, they they've been coached by different people. They have had to abide by different rules because each sport is, has different rules. So when it's time for them to, to go out there and uh, become a, a citizen of the world and have a job that they understand and are able to adjust and, and abide by the rules and, and have a successful life. We're talking with Floyd Walker this morning about Eagle Bowl football. Um, let's see. Um, last night's uh, game at uh, Decatur Riverside, um, they scored. Uh, was it? I think it was their first drive or first eight they minutes. Did. Yeah, and uh, yeah. then another quick score, and, and and you suddenly found yourself down. But your kids showed a lot of fight to uh, get another score, didn't they? Uh, our, our kids, our kids never never gave up, and that's. That's something that I'm extremely proud of. That's something that this community can be extremely proud of because until the clock struck zero in the fourth quarter, those uh, our kids just they competed. They, I mean, they gave us everything they had, and and unfortunately, you know, we just 
we ran up against a, a, a pretty good Decatur Riverside football team, but I cannot sit here and question uh, our kids' effort and attitude because for four quarters, they, they battled, and, and that's all you really, really want to see out of a young man because you get knocked down, you get knocked down, and they just kept getting up and coming back for more. And, and I hope that, again, that, that, that follows them for the rest of their life. Um, cut it to 12, eight, uh, with, yes. uh, with that score. And gosh, I mean, you're, you're still right there in, in the ball game. I know Decatur, uh, Riverside won at, uh, 26 to eight, but, um, you know, sometimes it's hard to stop the, uh, mom- that kind of momentum. Too. It is, it is. We, you know, we, we, we scored, got the two point conversion. I mean, uh, momentum has a possibility of, of shifting right then. We kick it off. They get a decent return, and either the first or second play of of their offensive series, they hit us for a long touchdown run. So within a within a two minute span, uh, they put another one on the board, and, and momentum just kind of stayed in their favor. Well, that's that's kind of um, that's kind of how you win them, isn't it? You know. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's a sign of a good football team. Yeah. When, football team can can answer uh then you know you all you can do is keep on trying to answer them back and and riverside did a good job of answering our scoring drop floyd um we've kind of touched on this a little bit uh, the the challenges of this season and and as a coach this has had to be uh, a roller coaster ride like none other uh you know just week in and week out not knowing what's going to happen and trying to keep kids healthy but as far as i can tell and, and i've kind of looked around here at our local schools i think you're the only one that hasn't had a uh, a, a game canceled or, or or changed or something because of covid and, and having to deal with that situation directly so um you know you're you're must have been you must be doing something right. I don't know. Well, hey, I mean, but you got to think about that. And the other schools that we played never had a problem either, right? Oh, so they must have been doing something right. But it just it just felt. I mean, it it fell right for us this year. I mean, for some reason or the other, uh, we were allowed to get all ten ball games, actually all eleven ball games in without us either having to cancel or an opponent having to cancel. And and I. I I'm just happy that the kids got to play. I mean, whether it's going to be one game, five games, or we uh, complete the season, this senior class got to complete an entire football season. They got to play their entire senior year, and uh, they got to make memories with their teammates. So um, it was. The, I thought our kids did a great job of trying to uh, trying to social distance and and try to do the things that they needed to do to keep this ball club uh, or give this ball club an opportunity to play on Friday nights. But you also have to commend the other schools that, that we uh, had on our schedule for doing the same thing. I mean, there, there were definitely other two A schools because somebody made the argument, well, maybe it's the smaller schools, but uh, MTCS lost their first round game and uh, you know, they had to deal with it themselves. And so, I mean, you're, you, nobody's immune to this. Um, no, no, it's thing. not. It's not. <laughs> no, nobody's immune to it, but uh I, I just think that, you know, the, the stars were aligned for us as far as getting our games in this season. And and I, I certainly hope that our kids can reflect on this and understand what a privilege it's been to play a full football season because there's a lot of kids that didn't get to do that. And there's a lot of kids that didn't get to play at all this year across the country. So 
Um, I hope that, you know, at some point in time in their life, they'll think back about 2020 and, and realize, hey, I mean, how fortunate I was to play my, my senior year and actually play that season. I think for this senior class here that you've got, Coach, that's that's even more important, um, you, you know, that they had that opportunity. And I know you've got some pretty special kids that uh, have really made an impact on the Eagles program. Oh, you can't you can't say enough about this senior class and and the way that they've carried themselves over the last, you know, three, four years. And and, you know, you always want to mention all of them, but you're always afraid that you're going to leave somebody out, even though, you know, we don't have very many. But uh, I'll try to, you know, you, you start off, everybody's going to, you know, talk about Wyatt McLemore, uh and the things that he's done here. Damian Stingley, Peyton Lane, Kenny Goodman, Mason Russell, Rylan Randall. Um, I'm sure I'm, I'm missing, I'm leaving one out, and I'm trying to go through the, <laughs> threw it in my head. Uh, I see Damian Payton, Wyatt, Kenny, uh, Mason, Oscar Guerrero. Uh, so yeah, so we that's that's our seven seniors, and it's been a joy to be around those young men. And I think all of them have have extremely bright futures as far as being product, uh, productive citizens uh, moving forward. You know, it's um, I've this year. My, my daughter's a senior, so I'm going through all of those things. And it just hit me, you know, as a coach, you do that every year, don't you? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, you know, I've been doing it for a while, too. And, yeah. and it's a it's a deal. Football's a great game and, and winning is fantastic. And But you hope that, that a young man understands when they leave your program that football is not who they are. It's, it's something that they do. It's a recreational activity, uh, and that they they get some values instilled within them along the way. And and if they can understand who they are and what they're about and what or and uh, what their last name means, um, I think that'll carry them uh, a lot farther than uh, the number of games that that they won. Floyd Walker is with us as we talk Eagleville football. Uh, Coach, I did want to kind of look ahead just a little bit. The uh, TSSAA's tentative regions uh, are out, and uh, you will be a single-A school next year. Yes. But uh, Region 5, oh, my gosh. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Pretty good, isn't it? (laughs) The cotton is tall. Listen to this. Collinwood, (laughs) Cornersville, Eagleville, Fayetteville, Huntland, Moore County, and Wayne County. <laughs> and go ahead. I know what you're going to say. Let's say it. They all made the playoffs, too, didn't they? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that one region, every team this year made the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. And I, But, hey, I mean, that's what you want to do. You want to play good football teams. If, if you consider yourself a good football program, you don't want to pad your schedule. You want to play people. That's good because those, those win mean more. Uh, so we're we're looking forward to to dropping down and and we're looking forward to playing some of the schools that are a traditional rivalry for Eagleville. You take Huntland and Moore County, uh, uh, they've been playing basketball and baseball and everything for years, and and we've been playing football against those guys uh, pretty much ever since I've been here. So it will, it will keep some consistency as far as all the sports go. Uh, 
But there's some more travel involved in it. You know, when you lose Lewis County and Loretta, you think, hey, well, maybe our travel schedule will be a little bit easier. But uh, we'll either have to take one or two trips to Wayne County or Cornersville next year. And and uh, that's Wayne County's a place we've never been. So it'll be, be uncharted waters on that trip. But uh, it'll be an exciting time for us. With uh, a six or seven team region, that leaves you what four games, I guess, non conference uh, to, to find. Four games, yeah. And, but you you've got some relationships there. It's probably going to be pretty easy for you to fill out that schedule. Yeah, you you would think it would be easy, but uh, <laughs> a lot of people not answering our phone call, you know. And uh, and I I'm going to look at it one or two ways. I'm just going to look at it as far as a they really just don't want to play Eagle because it's a it's an opportunity to where you may not be able to win. A lot of people are trying to pad the schedules for wins, and I, I get that. I, I get that. Uh, but in this day and time, the schools at our level, you need to play people that are close just for just for the relationship between the kids and the communities and also for the gates. Uh, you, uh, as far as monetary value, the closer you are, the more people going to come watch you play, the more money you're going to make. So yeah. um, I hope to keep a couple of people that are extremely close to us uh, just for those reasons. Um, and, and, of course, like the kids enjoy playing against those other kids that don't live that far away. So we want to keep some of those things, and, and hopefully uh, we'll be able to work that out. Um, maybe um... – hand deliver some cookies to those coaches and maybe they'll take your call <laughs> if you're sitting in their driveway. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, a hand deliver cookies with a nose to say, pretty please on, was on top, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, Floyd, it's uh, it's always fun. I, I hate this time of the year because we uh, – we we talk week after week and and um, uh, it's it's so much fun and I know it has to draw to a close but um, it, it's always great. You're a great spokesperson for uh, Eagleville High School and and um, uh, I guess we'll just have to see you around. Oh yeah, hey man, but it's you know it's it's it's, it's the deal to where you're saying bye to your senior class, but it's like I always say, you don't only say bye to your senior class, but you say goodbye to their parents. Uh, if they have siblings that don't participate in football, you say goodbye to them. And, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a special place when you become close to their kids and their families. And, and you always want them to understand that they are always welcome. Uh, and then we, how much we appreciate them. And, and they'll always have a spot here at Eagle. Well, Coach, uh, again, I, I appreciate it. Um, and and always look forward to the opportunities when I get to talk to you and uh, Monty and um, John, of course, both uh, want to say thanks for coming on each week. And I know this year has been really different, and and we're just trying to plug through just like everybody else here. And uh, I think we've done a pretty good job of making sure yes. we can get them on. So yes, y'all have y'all done a super job in this time, and I'm looking forward to hopefully getting back to a face to face deal with you guys next year. Well, you know we're we're. We're not any prettier in person than we are on Zoom, I can tell you that. <laughs> uh, Good point, Brian. Yeah. Good. yeah. Uh, but at least, you know, we'd have to shower. But anyway. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Floyd, I appreciate it again. Thank you so much. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. All right. Floyd Walker talking Eagleville football here this morning on the Prentice Allsup Heating and Air Coach's Corner.